Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Three, two, one, zero. Hello, welcome to... Episode 177, Wedding Budget Updates. Hey Money Clan, a very warm welcome to the Chain of Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Welsh. So Katie, just to give everyone a quick update, this episode is dedicated to diving into our wedding budgets. Yeah, it's right around the corner. Yeah, so our actual date of the wedding is July 20th, and we're super pumped. Uh, We had our wedding shower over the weekend, which was a complete surprise for us. And now I feel like it's actually like the real deal, like it's coming. They had a countdown. Yeah, we have less than 60 days to go until we will be tying the knots. So really, really exciting. And on a money front, we thought we'd give you guys a nice update and we'll really dive into some of the numbers and let you know exactly where we're at in our budget. All right, Kate. Well, before we dive right into today's episode, if you guys haven't already, head on over to chainofwealth.com slash group. You can join our Facebook community and come and say hi. All right, Kate, you ready to dive right in? Yep. Let's do it. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. All right, Kate. So diving into our budget, what do you think has been some of the most interesting things that we've been dealing with when it comes to figuring out our finances for the wedding? Well, I am going to start out with we have been doing something a little bit different because we are planning our wedding on the other side of the world. We are not really able to cut costs where a lot of people typically would like making our own centerpieces or, you know, kind of haggling around, finding different areas and different things that we know because we don't know the area super great. Right, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, we're getting married in South Africa. That's my home country. And yeah, it's going to be really, really fun. We're actually getting married on safari. So we're going to be out there like in the wilderness. There are Free roaming animals. Hopefully we don't get taken over by a herd of elephants. Yeah. So there's going to be, there's actually all kinds of animals that could come into the area. Everything from lion, cheetah, um, what, leopard. Elephants. Elephants. Like, it's crazy. Like, any of the big five can come into the area where we are actually having our ceremony. Or a zebra would be pretty cool. Zebra would be cool. Although not scary. (laughs) Yeah. So... In addition to having our wedding costs, we also have to pay for flights. And for our honeymoon, we're actually doing a family moon. What do we like to call a family moon? And so we're not doing a traditional honeymoon. What we're doing is we're rather saying, hey, all of this family is going to be together. Let's go and take everyone down to Cape Town and let's go have a really cool time. We're doing a cool trip. We've planned out almost every day and there's a ton of activities and It'll really just be nice for the two families to sort of get to know each other a lot better. Yeah, and I know that is pretty different when I've told people about the family moon idea. 
I get a, a lot of strange looks. Yeah, but, you get like the, oh. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, because everybody's like, oh, where are you going on your honeymoon? I'm like, oh, I'm going to Cape Town with my mom and my in-laws and everything. And they're just kind of like, what? And But to me, in my heart, it felt like the right thing to do, mainly because we don't get to see your family very often. Right. And I didn't want to ask my family to fly so far and only be there for a week. It's not enough time. Yeah, it's not really fair. So we thought that this was the the best alternative to really try and get the most out of both families being there together. And, you know, in addition to that, we sort of budget that into our total wedding. So we kind of know exactly where we're at. And at this point, you know, a lot of the deposits have been paid. We haven't got final numbers on everything yet, but we've got a pretty good idea as to how much it is going to cost us. Yeah, well, and we're doing... With most weddings, and I'm not a complete expert because I've only planned this one, but there's the typical things that you need to pay for. Obviously, everybody says you need to spend a decent amount of money on a photographer. That's like the most important part that people have told me. I would have to say the most consistent thing we've heard is spend money on the photographer. And then after that, which I never even thought about before, was somebody was like, you need to pay money for your makeup. And... I don't want to sound like I'm a super plain Jane or anything, but I'm not a huge makeup wearer. Like I will put on eyeliner and like mascara and everything. But somebody had a really good point that you're paying all this money a photographer. Why would you risk not having your makeup look okay with the pictures? So we're getting, you know, hair and makeup and the photographer and of course a cake and a DJ and stuff like that. The one place that I kind of always envisioned myself being able to save a few dollars is, you know, the centerpieces and the decorations and stuff like that. Either borrow from my friends or make at home with my mom and my bridesmaids. And because South Africa is so far away and from my own past experiences, everything in Africa is harder for me. We are hiring everything. I'm hiring somebody to do the centerpieces because the last thing I want to worry about is flying there for 24 hours and then opening my suitcase and a vase is broken or they've lost luggage or something like that. So I have opted to get that done for us. So that's also been a little bit of an extra cost. And we've really done a lot of shopping around for it. Yeah. So I think most people sort of listening will be like, oh, wow, you guys are doing this overseas wedding. You know, it must be costing a ton of money. Oh, contraire. (laughs) Yeah, so it's actually going to be a little bit, well, quite a lot cheaper than what the average wedding in America costs. And there's a number of reasons for that. So the general purchasing power of the dollar is much stronger than that of the South African rand. So your money goes much further there. And even with paying for flights, we still are pretty much getting to save a bit of money doing it overseas. Right. So basically, I want to say that the typical wedding in America runs anywhere between twenty dollars and $40,000. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think the national, I'm just putting up Google here, the national average is 33931 So that's quite a sizable chunk of change, Kate. That is, that's like a down payment on a house. Not even joking. Yeah, it, it really is. And that's a lot of money. So the question is, well, how do we compare to the average? Well, to be honest, like 
after calculating all of our budgeted costs, we're looking to spend about $19,000 on our wedding. And that's all inclusive. That includes venue hire, food, drinks, decor, photography, cake, hair, makeup, DJ, flights, food and meals, flowers, your wedding dress, suits, the wedding band. It literally is an all-inclusive price. And, you know, sort of we've managed to achieve such a nice rate by shopping around and Mm -hmm. also not inviting too many people to the wedding as well. Well, on that, it is quite a commitment for people to fly from America to South Africa. So we have invited family and friends and but it's a long time and it's a minimum of at least a week where, you know, if we were getting married in Florida, it could be like a nice long weekend, not a big deal. But the extra time off and the extra expense and everything. And we totally get it. If it's too much, it's too much. No harm, no foul. But that has cut down a lot of the our guest numbers because people like that we casually work with or people that we kind of know, you know, they're not able to make it. And with that, it's been able to keep our wedding more intimate and people who are really, really important in our lives are able to come. Yeah. And I think it's going to be nice and sweet. Like We're looking at about 45 to 50 people in, mm-hmm. in total wedding. So, you know, like it's going to be really nice and small and intimate. But another thing as well is that just the, the cost per guest is also so much less than what we would have paid in, in the States. Right. So we're looking roughly at about a cost per head of about $43 for food mm-hmm. and versus the US. And I think you look at an average of about $100 per guest, which, you know, like it's a significant saving that we have. However, it's still going to be really beautiful. You know, it, it isn't like you think of Africa and there's people walking <laughs> around in like literally tribal clothing and stuff like that. It's not although gonna, you can hire that. <laughs> although you can hire that. <laughs> that's not what we're going for. We're going we will for, be wearing regular clothes and eating wedding cake and everything like that. That goes along with a traditional wedding. Yeah, but we're staying in a four-star resort. So we're definitely not compromising on it being a, a very nice wedding. You know, but by the same token, because of that purchasing power difference, our money does go a little bit further. And you know, Kate, the most important thing is we've budgeted for this and we're able to sort of build in this cushion that, you know, if we did go over in one department or even another department, we would still be okay. And I think with any large purchase, this is something that you really have to do. Well, and to spin back and talk about how food was not nearly as expensive, the other big banger for a wedding, I feel like would be cocktails and alcohol. And in South Africa, alcohol is significantly cheaper than it is in America. Yeah, that's really true. Well, before we dive into anything else, we're just going to take a quick break and say a big thanks to our sponsor. So I recently started the Great Courses Plus to learn all about different kinds of topics, but my favorite so far has been the money management skills. I found it particularly useful learning about the psychology of money now that I've paid off my student loan and we're paying for our wedding. Yeah, Kate, I've really gotten a ton of value from the Great Courses Plus. I've absolutely loved diving into their library of over 11,000 videos, which in itself is a huge number. But I have to say that the quality of their courses is really, really good. They've got all sorts of things from experts from National Geographic 
to people that work in the Smithsonian, some of the best professors around the world. And that money management skills course is really one that resonated with me because it teaches so many of the fundamentals that, you know, you really need to get in place to get your building blocks in order and be able to really get your money under control. So we've actually got a really special offer for our podcast listeners. You can get a free month of access to their entire library. You can claim that free offer by heading on over to thegreatcoursesplus.com forward slash wealth. That's thegreatcoursesplus.com forward slash wealth. Kate, I think another really big topic point that a lot of people start asking themselves is what do you do about gifts that people start giving you or when people start offering to pay for the wedding? Oh, the gifts. Well, let's be honest. <laughs> like, so we're late 20s, early 30s. And, you know, at this point, we are kind of able to pay for the cost of our wedding mm -hmm. ourselves. But that doesn't mean our parents just, you know, left us stranded. Right. You know, like both your mom and my parents as well have also said to us, you know, we want to help out and we want to, you know, like do something for you guys and help like ease the burden of paying for this. Right. Yeah. Well, let's start off with parental help. I told my mom, when my mom and I were speaking about it, I said, whatever you want to help with is great, but I do not want to put any kind of extra strain on you. We are very fortunate that we don't really need the help for the wedding. But of course, any extra help would be nice because whatever we don't have to pay for, we can put that money towards something else like buying a house later down the road. But that is how I took the approach with my mom because I didn't want her to feel like she was going to have to be out thousands and thousands of dollars. Just pay what you would like. And I know my mom my whole life has probably not probably, most definitely thought about paying for certain things for my wedding. So I'm letting her pay for those things, but not really letting her stress about the rest. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And I definitely see both sides of the coin. You know, on the one side, you know, at our age, we were trying to be independent and we're trying to do our own thing. That being said, it's a huge chunk of change. And let's be real, being in the personal finance space, we know the impacts of taking that money mm -hmm. And sort of investing it instead of, you know, spending it on something like a wedding. Well, not, and not that you should look at a wedding as a big expense, but realistically, it is. The power, it is. And <laughs> like the, the, the power of compounding means that that money is actually worth significantly more later on. Right. And, you know, whether you are going to be getting your inheritance when your parents sadly pass away or whether you get the money up front now, you should sort of look at it as one bucket. Right. You know, so just like pivoting on what you said earlier, you don't want to put your parents out, but by the same token, it's really going to help you a lot if they do give any kind of help. So what I think your approach should be is try and, you know, pay for as much as what you can, but also don't put any pressure on your parents and sort of see what they will suggest. And also like, look, you know, the position of your parents probably better than anyone else in the world. You know, you grew up with them. You knew the lifestyle that they had. You knew more or less what job they were holding. You can kind of high level know how much they probably can and can't afford to put down. And, you know, like they will probably speak to you about retirement and stuff like this, depending on how old you are when you do get married mm -hmm. or engaged or whatever. And, you know, based on that, you can kind of make a quick assessment and think whether or not they are trying to extend themselves too much or whether they're being fair and how much they're trying to contribute. Right. Well, and then I also want to point out the fact that you and I have cut back significantly. 
if you listen to the podcast at all, you would know we live right in the middle of D.C. There are a million restaurants to go out to and places to shop and everything. And even though we're not big shoppers, we are very big foodies. Yes, we are. And we have been going to the grocery store and meal prepping every week and really trying hard to eat at home because it is so much cheaper. And we have cut down our cocktailing on the weekend dramatically, which has been great for the wedding diet and also for our wedding budget. Yeah, 100%. And you know the thing is as well, when you do get engaged or, or like any kind of big purchase, the sooner you start planning for it, the better. You know, we've known about this for several months now. And, you know, sort of knowing that there's this big expense coming, we're able to sort of start putting money into our pots and really start building up that almost like that reserve that you can start pulling off. Because let's be honest, like obviously you guys are not looking at our budget, but everything basically is due within two weeks, you know, like (laughs) of the wedding. So a lot of the money, we still have paid deposits and stuff now, but the bulk of the payments are all going to be due right before the wedding. And if you're not prepared for that... It's very stressful. Yeah, and out comes the plastic and it's swipe, swipe, swipe. And before you know it, you're in $20,000 of credit card debt. And that's something you don't want to be in. You really don't want to be in that situation. Yeah, no, for sure. That was one thing going into the wedding that thankfully we agreed we were not going into debt for the wedding. I just got done... If it was like yesterday, paying off my student loan. And the last thing that I was going to do was go back into debt for a wedding. Yeah, I totally agree. The nice thing is, if you are able to sort of plan for this and get your money in order, you can literally start your lives together as being debt free. And that is a great position to be in. You know, like we now will be able to put a lot of our money in towards investments instead of paying off interest and debts. Yeah, definitely. And it's a really nice feeling to have to be able to do that. Cool. Well, we'd love if you guys could join our Facebook community. Head on over to chainofwealth.com slash group. We'd love if you joined and come and tell us your story. Catch you on the flip side. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.